Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. D'Anthony, how many times does he have to say it? How many times does Joe Biden have to say that he's running in 2024? Because I haven't heard it once. But according to his wife, Dr. Dr. Jill Biden, uh, she said he said it a million times now. And he is going to run in 2024. Do you think he's going to be alive for it? No. I don't either. I mean, he might be alive, but I don't think he's going to run. So why say it then, I guess? Um, because it, it weakens his authority right now to do that. Okay. And it doesn't help. I mean, uh, he, he, think about it even from the DNC's perspective. If he says, I'm not running right now, then, then all the operable research and all the right-wing media is going to start attacking every Democrat out there that might be a potential candidate. And if they don't, if, if he pretends like he's still going to run, they'll just keep talking shit about him until later next year, probably. Okay, but or, looking... Yeah, well, yeah. not later next year, later this year. Yeah, of course. Uh, but looking at the timeline of it, I mean, you've got, if you're, if you're another Democratic candidate, you're obviously probably not going up against the sitting presidents. You got about eight months to get your shit together mm-hmm. and, and your ducks in a row here. That would kind of fuck everybody if he decides to do it and then does not run and somebody's got to jump in the race late. No, I mean, it, you're, you're assuming that what they tell the press is the same thing they're telling to Democratic Party members, which is not the case. Well, you're on these mailers the same way as I, I, I am. And I get a lot of it where they're kind of trying to test out candidates for these luncheons, uh, especially in L.A. and Santa Monica and stuff like that. So I get these emails about these luncheons. Now, these luncheons are like 500 bucks a pop. Uh, they're all super left. Not that that's a huge shock to everybody out there, but uh, we like to at least have the info. So I stay on the mailing list. I, I stay on there. And what they do is essentially test out in these luncheons how much money these people can raise and if they're good enough in a room. Uh, and you know that you know as well as I do, running campaigns and shit back in the day. Uh, I haven't seen anybody pop up is why I'm saying it. Like no one. That's, uh, that, I, I, it is intentional. Okay. If they pop up, the media class is going to start lighting them up. Gotcha, gotcha. You don't want that yet. Right. Not until August or September of this year. So my, my guess is... Um, <clears throat> sometime in August or September, he will bow out and say he's not running. No shit. You don't think it's weird that he hasn't made a statement filed for re-election or made a statement publicly as the sitting president? Look, I find all of it weird. I sure, mean, literally sure. every Forget single thing else. On, yeah. If a guy is running for president or if, if the current president doesn't come out and immediately say yes i'm running for president and then files with the fec then they're not running okay why else would he fucking wait there's no reason to wait um the other odd part about this was uh she sat down and did an ap interview when she announced this and uh and she announced it in africa so not america um that news had to travel back obviously for this sit-down interview i don't really know why well i mean who knows it's possible she just got asked the question there okay and happened to be doing the thing there's there's not much to read from that i mean i just find all this shit odd because there's so much 
going on here in America and there's so many fucking problems right now. Why are all these people in other fucking continents? It makes no sense to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's what we talked about on fake news last week. The aristocratic class in America is trying to expand its reach to the entire globe. Yeah, I guess because uh, uh, she's in Nairo- Nairobi right now. Yeah. I don't Kenya. know what. Yeah, I don't know what for. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe she's looking for marathon runners for the Olympics. I don't know. She might be looking for Obama's dad. <laughs> you got to look for that uh, kitten print on the, mm, on the paw birth print, certificate. Yeah. yeah, the little uh, paw print on there that Sheriff Joe was talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's super fucking odd, all of this shit. Uh, finally, Mayor Pete d- decided to uh, get frightened in or shamed into going to Ohio. Now, his outfit was fun. Bob, if you can pull up a picture of uh, Mayor Pete's outfit there yeah up, it's up, like up in ohio it's like bob the builder but if he gets <laughs> fucked in the ass so if bob the builder started getting railed in his butthole this is what it would look like oh boy no nope, no that no can't see that can't see that Let's it's your see. birthday bob yesterday is that what you wanted to see on your birthday this is your birthday dude i you mean yeah that's always birthday? what i want to see i don't look it up being like ew but Russell, look at it like i'm sure. like oh look at that yeah, nightmare yeah happy birthday bob thank you i'm drinking happy your birthday. drinking your present right now cheers cheers to you wait what is that basil hayden yeah we got him some basil hayden for his birthday uh, i made the i made the exact decision when i was at the store today so you're welcome you're welcome, Bob. Happy, what, 32nd? What are you, 32, 33? Uh, this, is the, this is dirty 30 right here. Is it really? You're 30 years old? 30 years old. Congratulations. No, no, no. no. You're 37 years old. Yes. That's, wow. Is that I'm true? A, yeah, I'm 37. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I take DNA samples from everybody. He's okay. old. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, He's an adult. Yeah, look at this stupid bitch. Oh, I'm helping. No, there's a full-length shot. So if you can get a, a head-to-toe shot, it's even better. Um, he's standing out there with, uh, he's got the, and he's kind of like overlooking dirt and everything else. No, it's a longer shot than that. I, I mean, it's a full head to toe. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to see that. Got a lot of tabs. Didn't want to see that, dude. <laughs> got a lot of tabs open here. Not necessary. I think that's a David Fincher moment where if the audience caught it for a tenth of a second, Maybe YouTube won't because the show's on YouTube. He's got to give me time to switch. Who knows? Yeah, he doesn't he think to be about ready. It. Who did David knows? Fincher direct Fight Club? He did. Mm. He did. Um, <laughs> I still love those splices. Mm-hmm. I did it in Keller. I, it was an homage to him because I loved it so much. Helen Keller versus Nightwolves. I just was a huge fan of of that technique, and I'd never seen it done live in a movie before, especially in a theater. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking dope. But yeah, if you pull up a, a full length shot of him, kind of overseeing the land. There we go. Um, and just kind of zoom in there. So the skinny jeans, was that the choice there? And is the hat too big or too small, D'Anthony? What do you uh, I don't know. I mean, why is he wearing, why, why are they wearing helmets? I'm not sure. It's hard is, hat area. Yeah. As, is it? For what? But What's going on that's a hard is, hat area? This is big George Bush in a flight suit vibes. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not helping. And we know you're not helping. Like, you know, we know you don't have a shovel. Like, just wear a suit. Whenever I go to uh, Africa to do outreach there, I'll wear, like, a McDonald's uniform. So it seems like I'm bringing them food. (laughs) Then they get real pissed when I don't have any McDonald's. Was George Bush not in uh, the Air Force? He was. Oh, he was. So, Bob, you just... You fucking well. He was in the Air National Guard, technically, and not he wasn't in any of it when he put on a flight suit in two thousand like four. 
2005. Yeah. Five. yeah. Uh, and, with and, the mission accomplished right, banner right, right. on the fucking USS Did they accomplish face. it? No. Well, I don't know what the mission was, so I guess, maybe. I don't know why Bob wants to shame a man just to see if he can fit into his old flight suit. Well, did, you, did you see uh, Nancy, did. Nancy Pelosi just did something with George W. Bush and then wrote a gushing Twitter post about how it was such an honor to work with him. That, that's how you know that all of this government bullshit is fucking fake. It's all theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, because it's weird. Over the years, um, you know, Bush started one of the worst wars ever and one of the longest lasting ever. But like the left has seemed to embrace him for some reason. And uh, he's kind of because they're all playing the same game. man. it's like, uh, yeah, when you're playing um, when you're playing football, you might not like the dudes on the other team. But once the once you're in the Hall of Fame, it's like we're bros again. Is he in the Hall of Fame, though, of presidents? You know, there's the presidency is the most exclusive club on earth. One would think. It's not think. It is. Well, is it? At, they, sure any, don't, they don't treat any, Trump like that. At any given time, there's only four or five former presidents alive. I, look, I agree with you, and that's the way it used to I actually to be. think we're still in the record right now. Yeah, six. Yeah. Well, Carter will be dead any minute, though. Oh, yeah. Is it? Do we have, uh, do we have any word on Jimmy Carter? <laughs> Jimmy Carter's going to live for another six months. Yeah, yeah. Least. Jimmy Carter's currently building a Habitat for Humanity now. He's recovered fully. I, I have a feeling we're going to smell peanuts in the office, and he's going to fucking die. That means I he's I think passed. he's going to run. Oh, for, for president? Yeah. I mean, he's only... He has another term. He only did one term. Yeah, and he's only 10 years older than Biden. So Most electables, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> he really is only about 15 years older than Biden, or 14 years older than Biden. I mean, he could run. Why not? Who cares? But he's going to die next week. If this comes out, because we pre-tape these on Friday and we get fucked up. If this comes out and he's dead already, holy shit, dude, we'll look like assholes. Fuck him. I don't give a shit about Jimmy Carter. Can we get a Carter for 2024 shirt? <laughs> like, wh- why Why should I care I would all? love that so much. <laughs> Just for him to make it to 2024. He's I, don't, I don't understand why I should care about this man. About Jimmy Carter? Yeah. He was a president of the United States. You just said it was the most exclusive club on earth, Yeah, dude. exclusive just God means there's damn. not a lot of people in it. Some respect it, dude. No. It's hard to do. It's, uh, it's hard to do, friend. A lot of things are hard to do that doesn't immediately trigger my uh, respect. Like what? Um, like climbing a mountain. Okay. You do that, and I look at you like, why? Yeah. Why'd you do that? Okay. Right, it's it's also hard to uh, murder a bunch of people to be a genocidal dictator. I don't respect that either. Is it? Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's like a long, hard path to have like the most full of child porn hard drive on earth. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not yeah. easy. You can't just accomplish that overnight. No, yeah, and then true. then when you call Guinness to try to get the <laughs> world record, they hang up on you. Yeah, it's like no, I amassed the largest collection of child pornography of all time. Of I should be rewarded time? for that. Yeah, they're doing their own show back there. I guess. Who's doing their own show? Fucking back there? Joel, fucking talking to somebody. Hey, shut the Joel, fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dude. Jesus Christ. My God, man. I'm hearing your whole fucking conversation over here. Get on the mic if you want to talk, brother. We're getting wasted today. He said it's her fault. Whose fault? I don't know. Who's back there? No one. Who could tell? Who knows? Who's who's back there? Her fault. He's got a wife living in another country that's about to get bombed. Maybe that's what it is, Joel. Shit. 
Should we get Joel up here and ask about his wife that's about to be killed over there by nukes? I don't think you could point out the Czech Republic on a map. I don't need I, to. I honestly, I, I would need to. Rob, I, I, pull a map up. I'd blow my brains out right now if you were able to do that. Bob, pop up the map, dude, and grab the Mossberg. Okay, <laughs> it's time to to really fucking this is, test it. Ding, 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 ding. This is like that color or that ding, ding, ding. Uh, that scene in Boondock Saints where he's like, "I'll blow my fucking head off if you can tell me that cat's name." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so this, all right, all right Bob's got the map up for the audio listeners. It's a blank map of Europe. Bob has a blank map of Europe up now. Uh, Joel's wife lives in one of these countries. It is the Czech Republic. So what are you asking me to name where the Czech Republic is? Is uh, that it? Yeah. Okay. Bob's going to hover a mouse and you tell him when to stop. Um, well, I'll, I'll kind of, well, it's an audio show. Right. It's an audio show. So I'll describe it. I'll describe the shape as well. Uh, along with the picture here, man, a lot's riding on this. I mean, we can see a man blow his brains out live on air. Logan Paul got to do it and he got a ton of subscribers. So let's see what we would do. Here. I think he found a freshly dead body. Well, did he, or did he help push? No, that it was man? those, uh, that Japanese suicide forest. Right. Yeah. And he was just taking a selfie with some dead people. Look, we've all taken selfies with dead people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you guys not commit war crimes? No, not war crimes. But we've all taken a selfie with a dead person. I think. That's what I stand by me was all about. Sure. Was. Yeah. Sure was. They wanted to poke it with a stick and maybe, you know, once the cameras were off, do some other stuff. Yeah. To this the is, body. By the way, this is what happens when you don't put your child on screens. Exactly. Like go into the forest to rape a dead body. Yeah. 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 Well, Jumped ahead there. I mean, it's 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 Bob. just a meat sack at that point. Yeah, yeah. do we have to? No do we have to go there? I, I don't, I don't think you, a corpse has any agency, so it sure doesn't. It's fair. Sure doesn't. Okay, I've, I've I've got my sights set on one. You ready? Yeah. Pop that up right there. Oh boy! Can let's, you give me directions from a yeah, country that you know? You can. So uh, let's go up. Uh, this is the mouse right here. Yep, that's the mouse right okay. there. So go uh, up, up two, and then go to the right right there. All right, is that the Czech Republic? No, it's the one to the left that you were on originally. Was it really? Yeah. Fuck! This one. So yeah. this is Slovakia. It's, it's in between uh, so he doesn't, he Germany and Poland God right there. damn it, man. Yeah. So he didn't get to blow his brains out? You I was so, so close. close. Yeah, Closer than Shit. I would have thought, to be honest. <laughs> Me too. I, I really thought Shit. he was going to be. Yeah. I'm awesome at Jeopardy, dude. Terrible. I'll tell you my categories of Jeopardy. Um, I'm terrible at theology, and I'm terrible at Greek mythology. The rest of it, uh, and art. I can run the rest of it. Those three categories, awful at, dude. Awful at. Um, and they always come up. They always pop up. That Greek mythology bullshit. An old Greek government, Jeopardy really gives a fuck about. And I well, just don't understand. It's because it's the birthplace of civilization. What sort do you mean? of. It's the original fucking organized government. Cavemen the were the birthplace of, of civilization. It, wasn't, it was not a democracy. What was it? It was a republic. Yeah. So... Right. And we're, we're not in a democracy either. We, you, you can't, there isn't a system of government called democracy. That's not a thing. What is it? What, what, what are we in then? We're a republic. We're a constitutional republic. It's like, it's like an organizing, like there's not really a, socialism's not a, God, there's sub, subsets of socialism right. that would Communism be. Communism is a form of government. Right. Socialism right. is not. Right. Right. Socialism is, is not. So uh, anyways, yeah, Czech Republic is probably going to go down. Okay. You would think, right? I, I mean, so. what's the point? Yeah, so Joel, think, get, grab your wife because it, it, that thing's gone, man. I mean, hide your kids. Yeah, hide your wife. well, they don't, I don't think he's got kids. I told him to s- stop pulling out if I were him. But Why? I mean, you don't want her to get over here and then not have a baby inside her than just leave. I've heard that's a common tale as old as time, isn't it? Uh, Eastern Europeans, they just throw babies away, I think, if they don't want them. 
Uh, no. Yeah, no, they grow. True. Yeah, they grow up to be Vladimir Zelensky. They love him. They love. He him. didn't have parents. Um, I read a fucking weird article last night. I want to ask you about. Uh, when I'm up late, shit gets shit gets weird for me, and I start researching shit that I shouldn't. Um, I read this story about uh, an ISIS prison camp, and they were hiring 14 year old boys to impregnate all these female prisoners over there. Um, so that they could continue with the caliphate and shit like that. Is that true? Um, yeah, well, the article said that it was forcing. And this is in Syria. Yes, this yes. is in Syria. Yeah. Now, find me the 15-year-old boy that you would have to force to fuck a 25-year-old That's year exactly old man. what I said. That's nonsense. That's exactly what I said. So this mom came forward, um, and she said, hey, they're giving my son these uh, some boner pills, you know, some blue chew Things like that to keep him going, so you can shoot off multiple rounds. Well, they in don't the understand camp. biology because that's that's a very ineffective way to get pregnant. What do you mean? I mean, uh, the most likely way to get somebody pregnant is to not ejaculate for three days and come in them on, during a very specific window of time—a sixteen-hour really? period. Yeah, but you're in a fucking jail cell. You don't have that kind of time. Nor that, that type All of they clock. have is time. No, I mean, but you don't have that, that type of time to figure that out, look at the calendar, look at your, your cycle, and be like, yeah, that'd be a great day. Well, to maybe have that a baby. company that makes those watches that track periods can send some over to the ISIS jails in Syria. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. You just train the dogs to smell it. Yeah, the dogs can smell periods, um, and so can bears, obviously. Uh, but yeah, the latest in this Ukraine shit is that Zelensky is going to meet with Xi. Uh, I don't know when. Um, so on Friday, it says uh, he welcomes some elements of a Chinese uh, proposal mm. for a ceasefire in Russia's war on Ukraine. Yeah, there's a quote from Z or G here. It says, uh, "Is it G? G? Yeah." It uh, says, it's, uh, "It's an XI though." The quote is "Chingy Chingy Ching Chong Ching Chong Ching." I don't know what that means. Sure, I don't either. I don't either. I know I'm mm. a translator here today. I gave him the day off. My Chinese translator. Uh, but apparently, he said on Friday he plans to meet with uh, Chinese President Xi, but did not say when uh, such meeting might take place. He says, I plan to meet him, and I believe that this will be beneficial for our countries and for security in the world, is what he said in a news conference in Kiev. Yeah, I bet he Kiev all over their face and chest right afterwards. Uh, Zelensky also said he reiterated that he would not hold uh, talks with uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. I didn't even know that was on the table. Did you? Uh, well, I mean, Russia and China work together sometimes. But my understanding is from uh, the people I've talked to in the United States intelligence community is that Xi Jinping is going to uh, try to negotiate some kind of ceasefire. Okay. But it's probably going to be something that leaves the territories that Russia has taken over in their hands, I would imagine. Because China needs that natural gas as well, and the oil. So I doubt they're, they're not going to go against Russia, I wouldn't think. Well, here's the interesting thing uh, that I thought when I read this was, um, if, they, if this were to take place, and let's say uh, Zelensky gave up a couple territories there, and uh, then he could go to the world and say, hey, Russia didn't win. Their huge, mighty country and military didn't mm -hmm. take over our country, and we were, we were able to negotiate peacefully, and we fought them off bravely for a year. He would come off like a fucking hero in this, so I understand why he wants to take that meeting and why he wants this to go down. He, Zelensky won't take that deal. Zelensky, you don't think he will? No, Zelensky's been, Zelensky's been emboldened by 
the support of the U.S. And he's that's why you see him behave the way he does in these interviews. Yet just yesterday he was saying that if uh, the U.S. like some one one reporter said that support for the uh, support in America for supporting Ukraine during this conflict is waning rapidly. People are tired of this bullshit. And he's his response to that was, well, if they don't continue to support us, then all of NATO, all NATO countries are going to get run over, and then American troops are going to have to come over and take it back. That's, which is not true. Who not, said that? Zelensky. No way. So that's that's his position. He wants fighter jets. He wants us to prop them up and make him the dominant power in that region. That's what he wants. It's just not a big enough country to do it, man. Uh, who cares if it is or not? It's not no, our fucking I, business. All of it. Yes, I agree. Like, I don't want to spend any more money. I don't fucking give a shit about it and all that other shit. He's, they're not going to, he would have to be in a much worse position, though, to take that deal. Yep. Yeah. Like, a much worse position. Well, I mean, there, it does say uh, later on that they are bracing for more escalation. So when's that going to start? Um, it's sometime this, uh, well, sometime in March, I would guess. Allegedly, they've started the spring offensive a little bit. Well, like, they're, they're amassing resources and stuff yeah. right now. But yeah, you don't want to start an offensive when it's still icy on the ground, you know? Yeah. You want to wait till it warms up mm. a little bit? Spring is in the air. Yeah. And if you're, especially with Russia's advance, you, you want to time this strategically. So if, if you're going to bring in a bunch of armor and the reports say there's going to be 2,000 or so tanks, 2,000 or so uh, armor personnel carriers and shit like that, you don't want to do that through the mud if you can avoid it. Because, okay. you know, just um, from a logistical standpoint, the the heavier vehicles are going to get stuck in the mud. And then, of, of course, your supply lines also get fucked up because you're deuce and a half ton or two and a half ton trucks um will get stuck in that mud as well trying to bring supplies to you so that severely limits your ability to to sprawl i guess once you get into an area okay. but there it, it's there's going to be a major russian offensive and then i think after that uh maybe depending on how it goes they would be more amenable to the donets region being lost but not right now there's no way okay yeah it's uh it'll be interesting to watch um and then uh fetterman dude this is a fun story. This guy, it's just a box full of fun with this guy. Because as you keep looking at these photos, you're like, all right, the wife doesn't really make a lot of sense here. And how did he land that and everything else that's going on? Uh, turns out, homegirl, his wife, Giselle, yep, same as uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife, uh, right after he checked himself into the hospital for depression, I'm going to use huge air quotes on that, uh, she took the kids and fled to, to Canada. So she went up to Canada and just said, this is a little too much for me down here in the media and all that other stuff. And I got to go to Canada. Now, when I was in the hospital, my wife didn't go to Canada. So I'm pretty amped about that. Or Mexico. I guess that would have been the closest country. Um, I mean, obviously, no media around us. But uh, that's a weird fucking story, man. Like, why go to Canada? Just leave your husband there. I don't know. It's kind of in uh contrast to the narrative you heard throughout the campaign which is that they're fucking homies and she saved his life by being there for him all the time and yeah. now all of a sudden he's locked in a fucking basement somewhere and she fucked off to canada it's pretty weird honestly i can't i i, I don't know if i've ever heard of anything like this before i i haven't either and like he's not in a basement he's in a hospital so like you know where have you seen him i have not he's in a fucking basement so when you say basement you mean like a dark room yeah you think he's plugged up uh, no, I mean, I think he's uh, He's being hidden from the public right now because his condition's getting worse, and they used the mental health thing as a, a, a you know just a, a cover, a shield, so people wouldn't criticize it. So you think he's living in a fucking basement right now? I think now, he's on a fucking ventilator, ventilator or some shit, yeah. 
Fuck, dude. What if he dies? Be, be a good story. They'll have a special runoff election, which is controlled in Pennsylvania by the governor. Yeah. So, uh, Do they, or does he just appoint one? I think he appoints Well, one. you can appoint one, but then I, I don't think you can appoint... There, there's rules on how long... It can like, at, point at, at what point? Yeah, you can't just die the next day and then get appointed for a six-year term. Okay, I, I don't think I could, I'll have to check on that, but I don't think that's the case. Um, it would be wild if his wife popped in there, dude, and uh, and just did it. Yeah, it's a. I mean, look, it's a little lighter version of Salma Hayek there, so like it would. I'm sure it'd be welcomed up up in that piece. Mm-hmm. And then Fetterman, we would have a huge thing for for Delco, obviously, because that's his home state, uh, the dumbest state in the entire world, but. We would have a nice farewell for him. Just know this. If he does die, we'll go live for it for the day, and, uh, and then we'll try to get some hands on bodies there. Because they'll probably do that, right? We're, he's a union man. Don't they kind of push the body through the street and let everybody kind of r- give a little rap on the casket? On the uh, way out? I, maybe. Delco, how does that work out there? Um, do they let you give a little knock on the casket? Like, you know, is, is the bodies getting passed back into the factory? No, nah, everyone's going back to work. Right, it's like a it's like a brief distraction for about fifteen minutes, and you go back to your your union job. You know, you have a panini, and then you get to give a little wrap on the casket for Fetterman, and then boom, you mm. go back to work. Right, you're allowed to smoke a new port around them. Yeah, okay, perfect. And then put it out on the box. Just put it out on the wooden box, and then go back to work. Back to work, Johnny. It'd be great if Springsteen sang his uh, funeral song too. You know, my, I think my hometown would be a good one for him. My hometown, my hometown. And then they just lift Fetterman's body, kind of push it amongst the people back to the union. Because you want to go from one working man to another there. I mean, what's really going to happen is uh, Dr. Frankenstein's going to get a hold of him again. And <laughs> Fetterman 2.0 is going to come out with bolts in his neck. I, oh, yeah. Oh, you need some lightning. Yeah. <laughs> We've already had the governor. Now we've got Frankenstein. I think monster. we need to uh, start yeah. launching people into the ocean. Uh, we did that with Bin Laden, right? No. Well, not after. Not until after a bunch of bullets got launched into his face. Sure, but then we launched him, right? We pushed. No, him I mean off. like uh, he took a slide. He took a fun little like water slide down. Yeah. yeah. No, he's in Argentina right now. Is he really? Let's tell Rob you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we'll ask him. We'll ask, I asked him about it because you know there's a rumor going around that it was a, a body double, uh-huh. and I was just like, "Good luck finding a, a six six body double over there." No, but like, so if we launch people into the ocean, do we have like a like a, a theme park ride that we go into? Like, do, is there a tube or are we on like a raft? If you could tube with any dead, like like awful person, right? Like a Fetterman or what, Giorgio? I'm just saying. If you Dan's can, audible sigh was just I so know, good. but if you could tube with Bin Laden one last time down like a, a lazy river, um, like a Chattahoochee type sitch, it, it's uh, I forget. Oh God, it's in Atlanta. Forget the name. You of each it. got those like wishbone floats of uh, daiquiris. Yeah, no, and this you is get, not what I'm talking about. Five miles with this a is, dead body. Why? Not, Why so, don't you want that? Do you, uh, Saipan is a U.S. territory. It's in the. Uh, I think it's part of the Marianas Islands. I'm not entirely sure. I've um, never spent any time in Saipan. You shouldn't. There's nothing to do there. But one of the rites of passage they have for young boys is they fire your ass out into the fucking ocean, and you have to swim around this bend, like a peninsula kind of, and get back to shore. And if you die, you die, right? How, so do, I, how do they fire you out? Like of a cannon or something? No, they don't fire you out of anything. This is, I'm, I'm guess, ending on there. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's like, 
what I want to do is if you, I, I think every person that's born in America should start with like, I don't know, 20,000 American points. Okay. And you lose them for things like driving slow in the left lane, for not holding the door for people, for littering, just for, you know, cunt behavior. Sure. Being a cunt. Sure. So once you get down to zero, you get launched into the ocean about a mile. And if you can make it back, then you get another, you get it like 5,000 points. Oh, I understand. Uh, or you die, yeah, right? Or you die. So at least the people that are shitty will be, you know, good swimmers or healthy mm. or good at something, right? Uh, maybe they're just fatties that float and the tide picks them up and takes them back in. It's hard, have man. You ever swam have you in ever, the ocean before? Yeah, have you ever done I'm it? I'm not asking them to swim. Have you ever I'm done asking it? Them to float and let the water do it's it. It's not that, dude. It's it, so in the ocean. I got I get uh, caught up in in what the what is a riptide current. Yeah, I get caught up in a riptide. My uh, grandfather. Um, as, a, as a young boy, he was a World War II vet. For whatever reason, like eight years old, that was like his top priority this summer. He was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you to get out of a riptide. You're going to need to know this when you're older. I'm like, what? And so he would have me swim from side to side um, in this fucking cold-ass water in New Jersey. I'm like, what, dude? What? And he goes, you're going to need it someday. I thought he was an asshole. Cut to 10 years later, I got caught in a riptide. And, uh, and, I, and I needed it. And I caught my way out of it, and I did it. It's exhausting bob a full fucking mile is exhausting out there i dan's right on this man you can't swim a mile yeah i i today I, no i think the last time i did it was when i was actually trapped and forced to i can swim a mile Something. where at in the ocean or in a pool uh i mean in a calm ocean sure and a pool is easy i mean you just don't do it stop. in an ocean with waves it's tough mm-hmm. dude. you just don't stop pool i could do ocean it's it's pretty different. Running and swimming and shit like that, that's all mental. Once you, once you peak or once you go over a certain amount of uh, distance at some point in your life, you can, I, think, I honestly feel like unless your body gives out on you, you can run indefinitely. As long as, you have, as long as you're hydrated and have electrolytes in your body, you just don't quit. I think you're born with it. Uh, like my wife, she can just pick up and run like 15 miles tomorrow and have not run in like two years. Um, I think that's definitely like the stamina and endurance is, is something that is in you and that you're born with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can necessarily teach it. Uh, it's how not, are you with all that shit? It's not teaching it. It's just the, the VO2 in your body. It's how much oxygen is in your bloodstream. Well, how are you as a kid and all that stuff? What do you mean? Fast. Could you run? Could you swim? Yeah. Uh, what about military-wise? Like, how was your PT? Were you top of your class, bottom of it? Uh, I mean, I'm a bigger dude, so running isn't the best. The thing I'm best at, but uh, like putting on a lot of weight uh, and hiking, going mm-hmm. on a road march or something like that, I can do that indefinitely. Okay. Like I could put on probably 150 pounds right now and walk for 30 miles if I had to. The, uh, the, the shocker to me was uh, Jared. Jared can actually just He's pick a really up good and brother, do it. Yeah. I know it's weird, man. Mm-hmm. No, you would never expect it in a million years. But He's you like can a just rabbit, do it. you know. They're... Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, stamina-wise, like shit, man, I don't know that I've ever run more than 10 or 11 miles tops. You life. shouldn't. I know. I'm running so bad I know, for you. Dude. I should I recommend no one run ever. I don't do or it. Anything. I don't do it. Unless it's a sport where you're like, all right, great, we're gonna Even do this. Then, yeah. Yeah. Small distances. I, I mean running is pointless, right? Physiologically speaking, if you're trying to stay in shape, running long distance is not good for you. There's no reason to do that. We're not we're not in uh we're we're endurance athletes as a species, but not that kind. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We're endurance athletes for walking a long time, not for running a long time. I agree, man. And when we had Cam Haynes on the show, uh, chatted with his peeps the other day. He's great. Cam's mm-hmm. the best, and so are his people. Uh, but uh, 
they're doing a new podcast and they're kind of taking people out on these uh, runs that are summer ultra marathons and things like that and then doing the show afterwards and working out and everything and i'm like holy shit uh don't you lose like toenails and shit and you're like yeah yeah you do and i was like none of that sounds fun to me not one single part of it no i mean it's just like something that's hard to do it is it's very difficult to do and i guess if you need a challenge congratulations but that's not the challenge i want you know uh, well, that's not true. I enjoyed like business challenges and shit like that. So maybe it's the same thing, just in a different form. Uh, who knows? You know, what I don't need is motivation shit. Um, I talked about this on, on RPR the other day and I'll ask you about it. Like I can't stand fucking Instagram posts that are super motivational from people where I'm just like, most of them we know, mm-hmm. or we've met or have had on the show, or we know somebody who's had them on their show. And I'm like, man, I, 95% of these people are just full of shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're mostly full of shit, but it's not for you, you know, I know yourself. So it's like, it's easy to be critical of it. And I am too. I'm not critical of the motivational speech. I'm critical of the person that needs it, you know, because I just don't understand that. Just, just do stuff. What the fuck you waiting for? Why do you need somebody else to tell you what to do? But uh, the truth is that most people are, are followers, you know, so. Well, when you do, well, let me ask you this, because some of these people that you've seen and you watch their videos and all this other stuff, and you know what they actually did in real life, mm-hmm. aren't you turned off by that if they, if they didn't do like great things that they said they've done or portrayed to have done? I don't know. I mean, it depends on what it depends on what they're talking about. I guess if it's somebody appealing to the authority of what they did before and what they did isn't impressive, then sure, but. If they're talking about what they've learned from the experience and how they're better now than they were, then that's a useful piece of information. Okay. I guess. Because not everybody is a, a one percenter. Most people are a- average or below average, right? So, But isn't that up to them? Uh, I, I, yeah, sometimes. I don't think people are created equally. <laughs> well, that's clear. It's just not true. I mean, you can look at athletes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, there are some people that have more gray matter and more white matter in their brain, which makes them better at one type of thinking or, the, or another. And there's people that have more muscle density and bone density, like men versus women, for example. Yeah. It's, people are not created equally. I agree, man. I, fuck, I was watching uh, the Lakers game last night with LeBron. Mm-hmm. It goes in. It's just not attractive to look at. Mm-hmm. Where I understand the disconnect between Jordan, Kobe, and then him. Where I'm just like, man, I, yes, you, you hit the three-pointer, but it looks so herky-jerky that I, I can't get into it, man. I just can't get into that fucking guy. Uh, but he was born with the, the best NBA body of all time, so there's nothing you can really do about it. And he's the all-time leading scorer. But uh, some of these people I look at online, and I'm, I'm like, man, I, can't, I just can't do it. I can't buy into your shit. I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm sorry. I just can't do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, do you have somebody specifically you would like me to address i do i don't know if i can say it though why not i don't know man in case he comes on the show people want him on the show <laughs> i was DM- i've been dm'd about one particular person fuck good probably 150 times is it goggins it is oh i don't give a fuck about that guy okay great um, um yeah how did you guess that right away because he's the most unliked person in the industry okay great so let's discuss it with david goggins not that i i don't know the guy i don't either but it, we get that yeah. request all the fucking time yeah i'm just not turned on by this the stuff he says well so, i don't know his military background where 
you know, he was a fat JTAC that sucked at his job, and then he became a Navy SEAL. And I'm told he was quite a bit better at that. But I mean, the pro. So I think there is useful stuff. Uh, not the books. His story generally, like watch his Rogan episode. I wouldn't read any of his books though. But his Rogan episode's pretty good. He talks. Our, our, I watched he, it. He's been on multiple times. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, I watched the first one. Like the, I the first one. How he wanted to. Just his mindset when he was uh, a teenager and then in the Air Force. And being able to uh, uh, recalibrate mid-career like that and then make himself a high performer, I think that's impressive. Okay. I just don't, all that rah-rah, you can fucking do it, come run with me, it's all fucking fake bullshit. Okay. Because that's, he didn't, think about it from this perspective. David Goggins didn't go read somebody's book. He didn't read David Goggins Sr.'s book. And then fucking like, oh, you know what? That guy just clicked for me. No, he fucking through self-discovery did it. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's like, kind of where I'm at. I don't, I don't buy that whole, I read a book and it changed my life. I mean, if that's what it took for you, I, I guess that's, that, at least you got there. But that, I don't respect that. So for me, uh, and this is like some behind the scenes shit that we'll let you guys in on. Whenever it's somebody military, I'll usually we'll vet it through Dan and be like, all right. What about this guy or this guy or this guy? That is one that we just keep getting hammered with. And I don't really know what to say to people where I'm just like, I, I don't really have any interest only because of, of what you've said. And it's just like, all right, great. I think here's my, I guess this is my problem. It's a shtick, you know? That's what it feels like to me. It's like, uh, even if he was saying stuff that I found useful, I'm not going to listen to a dude that's running and having somebody run next to him and film him. I, I, it's a gimmick. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Just give me the information. Right. But that's me. People are different. Some people like the gimmick, so good for them. Yeah, you, you just wonder uh, what it is and if you can monetize it and all that other stuff. And look, as a kid, I remember my, my mom took me to, uh, she liked uh, Richard Simmons. Was that it? Bob, the, is the he the curly haired uh, Gaylord? The yeah. Exercise guy? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Can you pop a picture up of Richard Simmons for the He audience? went into hiding after Conan O'Brien embarrassed him on he television. Sure did. Um, and it kind of ruined his life. And people thought he was kidnapped at one point and his maid was holding him hostage for money. No lies. It's a fucking true story. That's pretty funny. The, uh, yeah, perfect picture, Bob. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. So the, when what, I was a what do you, child. Wait, wait, what do you think of, if you had to use one word to describe <laughs> what you're seeing right there, what would it be? Hello. Exactly. That's, that, that's I'm, not, my... I'm not even kidding. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. That's exactly so, it right there. So when you, if you're watching on, on YouTube right now, this is, hello, my mom loved Richard Simmons and he was in uh, Atlanta when, we were, when I was a kid and he was, I guess, teaching classes or whatever and she, and she wanted to go and do the classes. Well, I had to go with her because my dad works, my mom works or whatever and, uh, and so I had to go with her because I couldn't stay home alone and I got to see it and I remember thinking as a kid, I was like, man, it's kind of overweight to be teaching this mm-hmm. like a, an exercise class like this. But, I mean, women were all fucking in on Richard Simmons. And over the years, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, but I, I don't know that he's ever been shredded or no. shirtless. Can you find one shirtless photo people just of wanna, Richard Simmons? People just want to be led, which is understandable, right? I mean, people, the vast majority of people look to others for leadership. But how they decide who's a good leader and who's not, it's clearly quite broken, don't you think? Kids, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash 
drinking bros let's go we got 50 percent off the bundle package right now for president's day i know president's day has been over for a week but the it department over at ghostbed is asleep at the wheel so take advantage of those deals over there 50 percent off the bundle package that's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together uh for one a lifetime full of sexual adventures, or if you just enjoy uh, reading in bed or having USB ports in your bed or flashlights underneath it when you got to get up and pee in the middle of the night, it's fine. They also offer it in a split king in case you or your loved one goes to sleep before or after you, and uh, you can pop it up or go back down, go to bed, stay up, do whatever you want. You get two remote controls with that instead of one, which is a nice thing. I've had the adjustable base for about three plus years. I love the goddamn thing. I cannot go back after it. Once you have it, you'll never go back. Even for a, a tech dummy like myself, super easy. Uh, set that thing up in like five minutes. And all of this stuff just gets delivered in a box to your house, including the mattress, which is 30% off right now with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Also, you're getting two free luxury pillows when you order that mattress. And the pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. I love the pillows. Huge fan of that. Huge fan of all their products. Uh, check out the sheets in there. They've got uh, a weighted blanket. They got a, a, a cover for the mattress. In case you got kids who are snacking on the bed or if you're doing butt stuff, cover up that mattress. You don't want to buy a nice mattress and then just ruin it, do you? No, you don't. So uh, peruse the catalog. Whatever you throw in the carts will be 30% off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Plus, uh, when you do check out, at the bottom of the screen, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you could walk out of there with a brand-new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. If you use the President's Day sale, it could be 20 bucks a month. Who knows? Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and figure it out for yourself. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. We are live in stores in Tennessee and Florida right now. Absolutely crushing it. Uh, got to deal with Total Wines down there. Uh, so we're in Total Wines in every single store in Tennessee, every single store in Florida now. And they're, they're about to open up Miami next week. Um, some people said, hey, it's not Miami, and give us some time. We got to pump out the products, and it's uh, it's heading to Miami soon. Uh, so go to Total Wines. It's in every single Total Wines there as well. Um, we got the fucking uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House there in Tennessee up in Knoxville's got it. Uh, we got Bearden's Beer Market's got it there. Uh, Jack Brown's Bar in Chattanooga. We're in uh, in Universal, in Orlando, in the hotels. We're in Tactical Brewing down there. Go down to Tactical Brewery down there. Shout out Doug and Chris and those guys in Orlando and have some of the hard AF seltzer. Love all the guys and everybody that's carrying our product down there. If you're not in Tennessee or Florida or in one of the surrounding states, you can just pop over the border and buy it for the same price as that bullshit White Claw. Uh, which is only 5%, who needs that shit? This is eight. Then order it to your house. Go to hardafseltzer.com today and order some cases directly to your doorstep. 
Uh, we do about 40 states there, and uh, including us in Texas. Dude, I still got to get this shit shipped to my house until we open up here. But uh, it's nice, and it just shows up, and it's easy, and it's fun. Uh, so go to hardafseltzer.com, order it to your house, or check out the store locator on hardafseltzer.com, and uh, just type in your zip code or city, and it'll drive you right near the closest store at hardafseltzer.com. Yes. I, I, I think it is. Is that him shirtless right there? Yeah. It's like, why Yeesh. would you, why are the nipples fucking blacked out? I, yeah. Why it's are the nipples dude. blacked out? That's what you do in mean, like he's, a strip he's club a, and uh, <sighs> zoom that up. Like really, really zoom in on that. Cause he's, what is he outside After of everything? Thing in, out of all the things Vegas he's pulled up today, shit. this haunts me the most. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it's not, ter- it's not terrible for his age, but like, it's not, gr- I mean, it's not great. <laughs> uh it's not the worst though either so i mean good for him i guess i yeah i live in the middle with this i if you said that this guy was 63 4 great i think it's probably it's probably a decent body for a 64 year old you know what i'm saying so that's a great body for a 64 year old totally if if he is i don't know how old yeah but i'm not but i'm not what i'm not doing is taking fitness advice from that guy right 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 and there's there seems to be some kind of disconnect uh between it's uh, epistemology, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the the theory of not what does it mean to know something? Knowledge, our source of knowledge and our rep- repository of knowledge, and it's we're all we're all confused about this. We go to people who have no idea what they're talking about, um, who are clever enough to package their material in a way that seems appealing but has no actual substance. And that's who we look to these days. It's why we are in the situations we're in. For me, I like uh, real people. Uh, just real Topeka people, man. So we have like 800 different subgroups on Facebook for Drinking Bros. Uh, one of them is Drinking Bros Dads. And the stories they tell about their kids and the way they're raising their kids and all that stuff, like that's inspiring to me. I don't need like some faux celebrity to tell me some shit. Um, people I've seen in real life that I've been really, really impressed with, that's, that was inspiring to me. Um, I've told the Kobe, the Kobe story before on the show. I've had a few drinks today, but uh, I've told that story on the show before where I got to see his work ethic behind the scenes um, just simply because I was working in Staples Center. It was not a cool story. It was a fucking waiter there, but uh, he was there, you know, three hours before and nobody else was out there. Like shit like that was inspiring mm-hmm. versus uh, watching somebody on Instagram. I'd like, I don't think I follow one person on Instagram that I think is inspiring. I, I don't know that I've ever been inspired by another person in any way. Like ever? Yeah, I don't know what that would feel. What, what does that feel like? Um, so for me personally, like uh, being inspired is uh, looking at somebody. Like uh, we'll take Kobe for example, because that's we kind of moved there the same year and uh, around the same age and all that stuff. Um, with him personally, I get to see somebody else's work ethic, and for me, I saw him doing things without being told to do anything, and it was just extra shit mm-hmm. every day. And even though he had all the money in the world at that time, uh, I got to see way, way behind the scenes. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a guy who just wants to be the best. And he already has all the money in the world. And at that point, you know, from coming from college, especially at Ohio State and all the people that had ran through there, like Eddie George and all those other guys, uh, Eddie George is a crazy work ethic as well. But um, uh, you saw both sides to it where. There was some people that went to the NFL and were just amped to sign the first contract and didn't really work that hard. And then there was others that were like, I want to be the best at things. And I, that, to me, just being the best at something is inspiring. 
uh, or wanting to, and then kind of nobody, you don't know anybody else is watching. So mm-hmm. it's not like Kobe was putting on a show for the fucking waiters at Staples Center. Yeah. He was just there for him, and then he left, and he left, <clears> and that was it. Um, so things like that I enjoy. Uh, most people on Instagram, I can't, I can't do it. Um, if I read a book about somebody that I really, really like, uh, yeah, and kind of see how they made it and, and whatever their work process was behind it, maybe. But there isn't one person that tells me what to do every day that I'm just like, oh, shit, I should definitely get up and do this. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't uh, experience that kind of emotion, I guess, right, to be inspired. But if I see somebody doing something that makes sense, I'll definitely do it. Well, let me ask you this. In the military, did they kind of tell you, like, hey, you need to be like this, this, and this, and here's what they accomplished and why? Did they give you people to look up to or uh, try to no, at least? Not not people. I mean, you, the military is... Um, based around task condition and standard right Mm -hmm. task is the goal or task is the thing you got to do condition are the circumstances under which you do it and the standard is how well you perform at it and that's how you kind of approach everything but it's not like oh go be like audie murphy i mean the idea of being a standout or a fucking hero is not looked well upon gotcha it's it's about the individual doing the best they possibly can to the service of the group, right? But was there any people above you that you watched out there and you were like, oh, shit, that guy is excellent at his job? And Um, then you were like, I could apply some of those traits to some of the things that I'm doing with my guys. In leadership, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like uh, one of my – actually, both of my last two first sergeants, uh, Singerhouse and Johnson, were like that. Gotcha. So that that's what I'm kind of that's where I lean towards as far as like inspiration goes. Well, it was I mean it was like le- lessons learned. I don't know if I would say I was inspired by them. Like I, I was curious about how to perform a task, and I thought that their methodology was good, so I just did what they did. Yes. So same thing, just mm-hmm. a, just a different phrasing of it. Um, and uh, and that's why I love doing podcasts. Is, is occasionally you get to talk to these people. Sometimes. You don't, you know, sometimes you're talking about birth certificates from Kenya, but, uh, sometimes on the show, you, you talk to people that are inspiring and everything else. And you're just like, Oh shit. All right, great. Some of the, I can take a nugget out of what you said and apply it to, to something else, um, in my life because I respect you and you're not trying to jam it in my fucking face all day and monetize it. You know? Yeah. That's the, I guess that's kind of the, I don't know. And maybe it's, maybe it's stupid to bitch about it, but when when it's all surround like here's here's my fucking tips on how to be better uh and then part of it is buy my energy drink like, <laughs> all right cool man i'm just not into it you you you've lost me at that point like the i, I don't recall the stoics packaging like marcus aurelius didn't sell a fucking self-help course right right he wrote shit down and handed it out to people he wasn't doing a master class right. on facebook and there's nothing wrong with if you're good at something you should be able to monetize it i agree with that 100 percent. i i deal with that myself sometimes but um if you're trying to turn if you're trying to like wring every little piece of moisture out of that knowledge stone in a monetary way then it's like uh yeah I mean, for us with hard AF seltzer, we just want you to get fucked up. I'm not. We're not trying to inspire you to do anything, but get drunk mm. and maybe make uh, your lady pregnant or dude. You know, I don't want to judge there. We've seen a lot of pregnant men this year. 
And, uh, and no. I think we're going to see a lot more. You haven't. Uh, we have. Not one man has ever been pregnant, yeah, ever we, in we history. Saw, we saw the pregnant man on no. Oprah. I would like to encourage everyone to stay hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's super insider, Giorgio. We'll see if we can pass that through. You know what I'm saying? If I could encourage people to do any one thing, it would be not to give a fuck about what other people think. Same. Do things yeah. for like the right reason, which is because they work. Mm-hmm. That's it. There was uh, the Black Little Mermaid. Um, God, it's so hard saying her name. It's Haley Berry, which is, I mean, I would just have changed it at that point because it's so close to Halle Berry, um, who's arguably the most famous black actress of all time. But whatever, I'll, uh, no, I'll I think digress. Mammy from uh, uh, Gone with the Wind is probably the most famous. If you're calling her Mammy, what's you don't her know name? Her Hattie, name exactly. McDa- Hattie something? McDaniel, yeah. McDaniel, McDaniel yeah. 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 But it took you. It took you a while. No, but Halle Berry. You know, it, a while. It took me fucking you one more her sentence. Mammy, dude. Yeah, because that's what who most of these assholes know. Yeah. These people don't know who fucking Hattie McDaniel. I call people by their characters when I don't know their I name. I call either. Halle Berry Catwoman all the time. <laughs> Not once have you ever said that. What was her name? It's Halle Berry. In the uh, and what was that movie? Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball. That's one she won for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She her her name was Monster Ball. Mm. Yeah, it was what it was. Yeah. yeah. She had sex with uh, Bebop Thorts in that, dude. Mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton in that. You deserve an Oscar for that. That was the first time sure she had do. her titties out in a movie yep. before. And then she did it again in... Uh, Swordfish. Swordfish, yeah. 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 And Swordfish was like gratuitous. It sure was. Which is I'm not complaining about, but it was just like, hey. Like someone just like walked in with like eating a hamburger. Wow. And, like, and she's like, hey, you mind if I hack on this computer for a yep. little while with my tits out? Yep. Or whatever. Like it was just nonsensical well, it was uh, bob you want to give you the inside secret on that i sure i gave her an extra million well i would do that yeah, it's, absolutely it's sold overseas so they they upped it they gave her an extra million on that contract <clears throat> by the way how long i was thinking about this the other day because i'm you not kidding how, i'm not kidding either. i know i, I believe yeah. you i was about this the other day how long do you think it will take because right now there's this movement of like equality and nudity mm-hmm. you know what i mean show more penis show more balls yeah yeah we see tits all the time yep. How long do you think it will take these feminists and these women to realize that men actually love showing people their dicks and balls? Because it happened to me all the time in the fraternity house. I'm sure Dan saw plenty of fucking unnecessary wang in the military. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we're like, r- realize we have the green light, like in comedies or anything like that, to just wave dong for cheap laughs. I guess it's like before they're like, please stop. Yeah. Put it back in. Be careful what you wish for kind of situation. Uh, it has well, to be. so gemstones does it on purpose and they show a dick in every right. righteous gemstones. And I love it. Um, it's, it's and great. Um, uh, MacGruber do that. The show. Yeah. 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 And it's fantastic. Um, but we're not doing comedies anymore. So we're all done with that. It depends. Actually, it depends on how cocaine bear does this weekend. We'll see. Um, but back or, to uh, the, the machine. The machine is coming out, yeah, and they put that. They put that at, uh, at Memorial Day. Who would have guessed Jimmy Tatro would Great. be young Burt Kreischer? Wow, who would have guessed Burt Kreischer would have had his own movie about that story? That's it's amazing, it's amazing. But uh, with the Haley Berry chick today on the on the show, she said uh, Beyonce was the one that said, "Don't." Like I said, there was a lot of you know backlash from that. She said, "Just don't read the fucking comments and just keep doing your job, and that's it, right?" And I think that's important for pretty much everybody. If you start living in that space, you're going to get fucking killed. Read, uh, read I mean, the comments all day. If, you're, uh, if your customer is your audience, I'm not sure it makes sense to ignore them entirely. So do you read the comments? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't do it. But mostly not, not to learn anything. I read the comments just in case somebody fucking burns me good. Okay. Because it's funny, right? I mean, it's, if somebody says something super funny about 
because I've got a weird demeanor. Yeah, like monotone yeah, 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 and yeah. shit like that. And it plays weird, so I, I, it, I think it's funny. I'll read DMs because that means you went out of your way to follow me to to ask me the question or whatever, and then I'll try to respond. Um, very rarely is it something like super fucking negative or whatever, but at least like you you made the proper avenue and you just weren't watching you know some numb dick show and Ben was like fuck that guy I don't agree with any says I because that I can't get into because I don't know where it's coming from uh, I don't yeah. know the people I like to I like to troll. Uh, on well. at least with Instagram and Twitter, you can look at a bio and decide whether or not it's real or fake or or something like that. Whereas YouTube, who fucking knows? Who knows where that's coming from? Or Patreon. If you're on Patreon, we read those comments and we'll reply to those for sure because that means you were a fan of the show. You went out of your way to subscribe and everything else and Drink a Bros podcast on Patreon. We will listen to those DMs for sure, and and th- and those we read. I mean the comments. So if you're commenting on a video and all that other shit. We 100% read those, but that means you were fans of us in the first place, and either you like something, you didn't like something, you're like, all right, cool, might do this or that. Uh, one, another one of those things was uh, the adding the fake news on Mondays. Like Overwhelmingly, we've gotten hit up on Patreon of like, please do that, which we are going to in the future. Um, I think we've got one or two more events that we're trying to, to line up now for March, I believe, and then, uh, and then we can get that uh, up and running uh probably what do you think april get what up and running uh the second fake news i'll i'll start it on monday you want to do it yeah all right let's do it that quick let's go i'm in <clears throat> there's no time like the present right? i agree man i'm in um and hopefully hopefully as this this process goes along with fake news over the over the next few weeks we got an answer about uh old alex murdaugh or Murdoch, as they're calling him, man. That trial's consumed the fucking nation right now. I Who? love it. Who? Alex Murdoch? No way. I have no idea what that it's is. that fucking Southern lawyer, dude, who's killed like five people, including his own son and his wife, with a fucking shotgun and a blackout? Do you know what an AR-15 blackout is? Uh, it's, it's a round. It's a 300 blackout. Okay, that's what it is, yes. Mm. So that was up in the trial today. He's in cross-examination. He decided to take the stand, which nobody's ever done. I can't remember somebody being on trial for murder, and they're like, yes, I want to testify. Let's do it. And he's clearly fucking guilty. And uh, the nation's been swept up in this. There was an HBO uh, doc on it, and then Netflix just dropped a doc yesterday mm-hmm. on it and said, fuck you. We definitely want this guy to go to prison. And uh, all the kids and uh, the parents... I watched the first three episodes last night with Jesse, my wife, and uh, I was like, holy shit, dude, this is going down. So we're docking things in real time? You betcha. You Wait, betcha. docking? Oh, documenting. Yeah, documenting, yeah. yeah. Well, the docking uh, to create a documentary on something. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So I said this to her last night. I go, why drop this directly during the fucking trial unless you didn't want a, a guilty verdict out of this? I mean- what a crazy fucking story. Because the kid killed someone first. Uh, then the other kid might have been gay. And then they killed the gay lover and dropped him off on the fucking... I mean, they just threw him at his body out in the streets. And then the dad ends up killing the wife and the kid. The maid got killed. I mean, there's like five people. And it's, the, it's a white, gimpy, ginger family. Uh, bring up that picture for... Uh, for D'Anthony, I'm not, you'll be shocked I, by this. I'm not interested in any of this. He's from South Carolina. This is why I want to bring it from. up. I, no, but I want you to. I, I want to ask you if you know this fucking town, dude. Because I What's haven't the heard name of, of the town. 
Um, it had a watermelon on the, the side of the water tower. Uh, just Google where the small town that he's from. It's called the Low Country in South Carolina. It's called Family Town. That's not it. No. God damn it, dude. That's definitely Jesus that, Christ. It, it, by the way, if you're looking on a map and Family Town is an option, that's an obvious trap. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, dude. Islandton, you're, like you're getting raped when you go there. Islandton, South Carolina. No, I've never heard of that. I don't think that's it either. Yeah. It's something else, man. Um, yeah. His property, Moselle, is in Islandton, South Carolina. His property was, but what's the main town there? Uh, with a watermelon on it. And they South do a watermelon festival every year. Dude, it is like not telling me. Water, uh, Walterboro, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. it's Hampton it's, County. Hampton is the name of it. Jesus Christ, Bob. It's a simple Google search. Hampton. Have you ever heard of Hampton? That's a county, though. Yeah. But he that, literally so just gave you the city. They call it, they call it this the, the, the low country, though. Um, uh, so yeah, it, low country is like kind of up the board, Georgia border from Charleston, basically low country. What, when, what the All, fuck does that mean? That it's going to get flooded? Uh, yeah, there's like a Piedmont in the northern part of the state, and then there's a low country valley as you get closer to uh, the water down there. Okay, gotcha. Um, but for whatever reason, this dude in this small town, and him and his, he's got like five lawyers in his family. They've just kind of controlled this town. Show this fucking fat gimpy dude up on. Uh, show him up on screen here. I don't. I don't know why people are give a fuck about true crime and shit like that. I mean, it's if it's biggest a, genre in podcasts. I, mean, I we I own a media company. Yeah, yeah, so this one's at yeah. least Dan. I guess you could say interesting because these people were basically like they ran the town as sort of like a political legal dynasty. Oh yeah, yeah. They were essentially the uh, feudal lords of this South Carolina mm-hmm. area. So spoiler alerts. Two out of those four are fucking dead now, and uh, and they all look the same. They've all, I mean, they the really carried his, yeah, they really carried his genes. Did they? Uh, were the middle two killed by the outer two? No. Yes, uh, the one on the right. So they were killed by Alex, and uh, he's a high powered attorney, and he's taking the same. So he took a fucking shotgun and blew his kid's brains out. Um, shot him in the chest first, and then blew out uh, his head, and then her. He shot with the with the with the blackouts uh, shit that you were. It's a rifle, yeah, Brown, yeah. and uh, and just kept firing away. And it appeared they said is in the uh, in the testimony that, that she was running away. So at least he gave her a head start, and I think that's that's nice. Of Sportsmanship, him yeah. Uh, yeah. I again, I I don't get the like. What is it about this that interests you? Why why do you think you like this? I love this, by the way. I'm all in on this. So is the nation. But why? I mean, people are leaving work and shit. I'll tell you why. It's hard to believe that, pop that picture up one more time, Bob. It's hard to believe that a family that looks like this would be capable of killing five people. Everybody, for totally ev- different everybody's reasons. Everybody's capable of murder. But for totally different reasons. So one, so see the sun right there to uh, right second from the... Uh, There's only four people. Right there. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they, they all look the same. So it's fucking The guy hard. on the far left? Yeah, where, where the mouse is. See oh, the mouse on yeah, his face? Yeah, he's dead. Right. Yeah. But that was in a... He killed somebody, a girl, in a fucking boating accident. So that was one of the murders. Right? Well, I was, well, how was an accident a murder? He was wasted on a boat and drove it into a fucking bridge. That's involuntary manslaughter. Right. But he would have gone to jail for a very, very long no, time. No, no. 18 months, maybe. No. Oh, yeah. For a BUI? For an involuntary manslaughter? Yeah. He would have, gotten, no he would have been out in 18 months. I don't think so. 
I mean, they were looking it's at... It's a three to five year prison sentence, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He would be out in 18 months yeah. with good behavior, especially with an attorney dad like that. One would think. Yeah. And so he was out on bail, and he was out for two years, and the trial still hadn't gone on. COVID. Uh, and then uh, pop that pickup one more time. So far left, the rumor is that uh, he had a gay lover, and then they killed this fucking gay kid who he was banging with, and then just dropped him off in front of the property. So all the deaths were totally different and different people and everything else. Now, their maid also fell down the stairs, allegedly, and she fucking died too. I mean, it's just a wild story of like five different people dying all by the hands of this sure. family. But, I mean, this is, uh, I wouldn't say it's common, but it's not uncommon either for there to be weird-ass families that fucking murder and shit. Do you know any? Yeah, my own. Who? Uh, on my dad's side of the family, three people died in prison from murder charges so you're from south carolina is this something down there in the water no it's just fucking <laughs> the dumber you are the more likely you are to do violence what were what were the murders were they sweet murders or uh gang related really yeah like hell's angels gang related no shit yeah. fucking a dude i didn't know that and what are they serving life uh they're all dead now oh they are yeah so how, how many years ago was this um fuck i i don't know the last one my uncle died um i guess i probably was 12 okay somewhere around there yeah and you weren't interested in any of it like what was the explanation you as a 12 year old he's fucking murks well the the for the original one that he did um it was uh he fired a gun out a window and it just struck somebody on a motorcycle that was going down the street accidentally. Really? Oh, yeah. Which is, that's a fucking retarded story. Yeah. And then they tell me later in my, uh, when I'm a young teenager, it's like, he's super into motorcycles. Like, yeah, he was in the Hells Angels back in California back in the day. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm sure he just accidentally fired his fucking 38 out the window into somebody's brain. Yeah. That was, this happened to be on a motorcycle. Like, fuck off, dude. It's a great shot, though. Uh, well, that's because it never happened, right? Oh, really? No, he just, he probably just walked up and fucking smoked somebody. That's funny. Yeah. What were the other two? Do you know? I remember. Man. I was a kid. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't have any murders in my family. I think that's why I'm interested in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's not that I'm interested or not. I just, I don't get why people are fascinated with this kind of stuff. Human beings are uh, uh, they do awful things all the time. Why would we? I, I pouring time and resources and money and t attention into that is yeah. Because you don't think it can happen to you. That's why. So like I, I've studied this for a while. Because again, owning a media company like true crime is the top of the list. We've been hit up with it a million times. Of like, hey, dude, true crime shows do really well, and we have one. We're we're doing Crime Corner, and uh, and that's available on Patreon. We're doing the the audio on RPR feed. Um, but with that. It's because people just can't accept that this would happen in their own small towns. And I think that's why I'm fascinated with this one. Um, you know, look, we lived in North Carolina. I know South Carolina very well because I grew up in Georgia my entire life. I've never heard of this fucking county. What was the city, Bob? I've never heard of the fucking city. The lodge was in Islandton, South Carolina. Never heard of it. And I've been to South Carolina probably more than 100 times in my life. I've never heard of this place. Um, where is it geographically on a map? Uh, you know, South Carolina's got a point yep. down at the bottom. It's like right up here. It's in the lowlands. By the coast? Or? Islandton's no. like right in the middle. No. 
It's up. It's uh, up. It's not up the coast. It's up the South Carolina border, South Carolina Georgia border from Charleston. Probably what a hundred miles, maybe. Okay. Um, I've been to Charleston, obviously, but uh, never heard of this town. Never heard of this thing. Yeah. Anything else? That low country is all fucking not great. Well, the surprising thing was I was expecting, I guess, something different when they talked to the kids and everybody else. Because the kids were pretty fucking normal. Uh, Bob, they all look like, I don't know if you watched it on Netflix yet, but mm-hmm. it's number one. It's number one in the, in the world right now. But um, not that that's a huge shock as the trial's going on. But they all looked like every Southern fraternity kid yep. that you guys covered on TFM. Yep. Yeah, they looked like those, uh, remember those goofballs that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen picked up mm-hmm. and, and they sued him later? Yeah. I think they actually went to South Carolina, right? Uh, I believe they were so. From, oh, they, they, they were, yeah. they were from Clemson, so. right? They were from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's typical. Yeah. They probably play golf. Yeah, they, that's exactly what they look like. Mm-hmm. I've, um, met, I've, met, I've met these kids a hundred times. Same. You know I, I, mean? I, I grew up with these kids. Yeah. Where you're just like, all right, you get the collared shirt and you get the floppy hair and the whole fucking shit. And it's, I, I guess that's the, again, that's the surprising part is uh, we all know people like this and to have five different dead bodies for completely different reasons out of one family and then uh not only him trying to cover it up but the other he's got a brother and an uncle and a grandfather who are also lawyers in this long chain of of uh yeah. of legal that's how it goes though dynasties like circumstantial spiraling i guess is a good way to put it you kill somebody and then you can't get caught so you got to keep killing man got to kill your way yeah. out of the fucking that's just how it is yeah uh, i mean once at that point you're committed there there's a there's a barrier to committing murder right mm-hmm. and it's that you don't want to lose your freedom or maybe you have some moral or ethical situation going on or maybe um you know you're you're concerned about uh consequences typically but once you've clipped one person it's bulls on parade but the the brass on this guy to testify, I've never. I mean, even OJ didn't get up there. Well, and be we, like, hey, I'm you got to think it. think about it this way. Uh, it, I can't make this situation any worse. Probably, like if you know, if he, he's an attorney, he probably knows. Yeah, like at least maybe I can pull something out of my ass here. You know what I mean? It's like what what else do I have to lose at this point? A lot of my hubris. Whole, my whole family's dead. Yes. So yes. Besides the brothers, yeah, they're dead. Amazing. Oh, he's got one son left. Oh, and the son testified uh, two days ago in. Uh, in line with yeah. the dad, so the like he testified for the father, the son he's allegedly killed for before. Yes, correct. Because that was the one who had the sure gay was. teenage lover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, so gay teenage lover? So mm-hmm. he was a pedophile? No, no, no. no, no, no. They, they were both. His, they were oh, both like fifteen was, year olds. Yeah, yeah. And what? What it's? And did, did has anybody admitted to any of the killings yet? No, they no reopened one. the case on the gay no kid. One. Though, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the, so the one son of his that's alive is is maybe going to get charged with murder as well. Well, or find at least out. accessory, something. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Either way, uh, again, I think why everybody's fascinated by this stuff is you just don't believe it could happen in your small town, especially with this many bodies. Because even you know, I, my my wife follows all this shit, and uh, and I, I watched it with her, and I was like, fuck, man. Even last night, it was a certain point where I was like. I was unaware how many people they just kept killing over and over and over again. And they just kept playing these 911 calls that were all so bizarre. And even he shows up at the hospital when, the, when homegirl dies in the boating accident and talks to literally every cop, every kid, everybody who's on the boats and tries to get their story straight and then tries to rep them 
um, legally and says not to talk to anybody. And they've got footage inside the hospital. It's the footage of seeing it, too, where you're just like, oh, shit. A murder just took place an hour ago, and now I'm watching you inside the hospital trying to talk everybody out of it to get your fucking son out of this shit. Meanwhile, homeboy's wasted. And they've got images of him wasted in the hospital, and he had just killed this girl in a boating accident, and we blew like a .24 or something like that, and I was just like, holy shit. And he was a smaller dude. It wasn't like a 300-pound guy where you're like, oh, he could probably handle it. It's not like Andre the Giant out drinking. A night on the town. Um, but yeah, this has been going on uh, today, and pretty much everybody's just taken off work for this to watch it. I mean, they're showing this on every platform you can imagine right now. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's the Roman Coliseum. Yeah. It's the mob, and you're feeding them trash entertainment like this so they don't you know, stop voting for Republicans and Democrats. I love it, dude. I love it. it I'm all it, in it, on this. It is the... Uh, this is one of the... Uh, most obvious signs of what we call societal decay <laughs> probably not probably. probably it is do you see the thing that just broke from the uh the story no what happened uh he admits to stealing millions for drugs really yeah he apparently had a pill a day opiate habit wow uh, only Dude. one pill a day oxy was he oxy Mm. What was that's, he going with pill was? Yeah, that's not millions of dollars. A bottle. He said he stole millions of dollars for the drugs. For drugs. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Here it is. Uh, 50000 a week is what he's saying. He was spending on oxys and oh, that, uh, that's cocaine. Not, that's not one pill. Cocaine. <laughs> no, he just mushed them all together into one big. That's you know, And that's right. fine. If you've got to get it in, you've got to right. get it in. I so it's, it, it's a problem if I drink this whole bottle. <laughs> It like in the next two hours, but if I just pour one glass, yeah, right, you're fine. That's one drink. That's one drink. It's a drink. I think uh, if if somebody could give me a Percocet salt lick, (laughs) you know what I mean. Greatest gift of all time. I would just lick that thing all the time, all day. If you had it in your media room, Mm -hmm. so you could just sit there and and lick and then veg out on Mm -hmm. on whatever is on television. That'd be a funny like psychotic way to hunt deer is to just put Percocet in the salt lick and then walk up and blow their brains out with a handgun. Uh, I think as they're I'm, passed out on the ground. We should start giving animals PCP, but I don't know that it affects them the same way that, that it does us. So we'd have to find some chemical compounds to get them high. We right? talked about this the other day. With Angrily the, with, high. Yeah, with the apes and shit like that. And get yeah. them in a cage. And I agree. It. Deer hunting's too passive. Yeah. You know, they need to be hunting you back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think the deer should have a suicide vest on. Yeah. Right? Just so it can clack off yeah. and be like, hey, dude, I'm all done with your bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this uh, Murtaugh shit or Murdoch, however they're fucking pronouncing it, uh, is great. That was a weird thing, too, about that doc was everybody had a different pronunciation of this guy's last name. Uh, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. I watched the first three episodes just dropped last night, and I think they're going to drop the other three next week. So they're d- Netflix is definitely trying to get this in before the end of the trial. So it's like, hey, go back and talk to your family about... What a horrific person this is, so he can be guilty in it. I don't know that I've ever seen a network get involved like this during a trial, but I'm here for it, and I fucking love it. Um, the other part is, if this guy was super good looking, nobody would care. It's the fact that he's some ginger fat, fat bread that nobody cares about. Or if the uh, victims were non-white, right? Because Joran Vandersloot was a good looking man, but his, he killed a white lady, and we can't have that. That's right. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because nobody cares about the Alabama, that, that chick whatsoever. They're like, hey, we're good on this. 
Uh, we're all good. But yeah. Gabby Petito was headline news. I know. I know. You know. Oh yeah, the only reason they even care about the the Alabama uh, basketball when the basketball players yeah. kills because basketball players killed her. That's true. If it had been yeah, you're right. If it had been just three random, if it had been black white dudes, offensive linemen, we wouldn't have heard about it. <laughs> There's a coach for that. Ah, I'm not sure. They're not white offensive linemen aren't good looking enough to really pass by that shit. Vandersloot, I get. Even a uh, Ting Ting. Uh, who's metal legs? Oscar Pistorius. Pistorius? Yeah. Like, he was a good looking dude. The, the, the fiance was a supermodel. We cared. We absolutely cared. And you know, on this show, I, I break down if a supermodel dies or, uh, or a playmate. I was actually on star. Pistorius's side on that whole thing. Oh, really? Like you don't have legs and you think somebody's breaking into your house. You just start shooting through the door, man. You sure do. You sure do. Uh, the problem is. Is uh, he definitely knew she was in the bathroom and just started firing away until wow. he fucking blew her away. And I think he's still in jail. Did he get out? Did Ting Ting Legs get out? Is he, uh, is he out of jail yet? Let's see. I'd be curious to know that. As I know they had to put him in a special place. South Africa is one of those weird countries where you can be brought back in if they find out evidence later mm. and then they'll just give you they'll like add more years to your sentence i like how his, he was uh, released uh october 2015 oh good for him he's out really there. oh he's no out. i'm sorry he no. has a second prison term that's what i'm talking about so yeah when he was when he was in they came back and they said hey we looked at the evidence again we think you're definitely more guilty than we gave you years for so we're going to add years yeah they don't have the double jeopardy shit over there no um, i like i so i searched I looked down. Yeah, his, he won't uh, be. He's in, and he won't be eligible for parole until 2023. Okay, well, we're in. We're in there. So if you need, if you need an expert witness, I'll be there. Ting ting. Um, I I looked up his Wikipedia, and, and it has his height listed as five foot nine. It's like kind of right. Well, <laughs> not not exactly. He's half that. Uh, well, he can also be whatever height he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going by that. Yeah. Right. He now I assume there's a certain level of like oh well we have to give you legs relative to what your real legs were because of the way your body's proportioned maybe to run maybe right? but not yeah. to exist that's true that's yeah true. that's probably for the best for him like sprinting yeah now is this didn't he win like Olympic gold medals or no no okay so he qualified he made it to the second heat um, but he didn't get past that. No, no, no. I, he has a bronze medal in Athens, a silver medal in London. He he won a gold medal in the London Relay. He won golds in Beijing. A gold, yeah, several golds in Beijing. See though, if it was oh, those uh, are the fuck this Paraly- yeah. Paralympic games. Bob, come My on, bad. bro. It's the Special Olympics, not Paralympics. No. no. Speaking of the Special Olympics, have you seen this new movie that's coming out? Which one? Yeah, you really haven't seen it. Cocaine Bear. No. Which what, what, what is it? Uh, I think it. Hold on, let me let me find it. I think it's called the Champion. The Champion is it about Special Olympics or something like that? Yeah, kinda or some. It's something like that. Yeah, I might go check out Cocaine Bear this weekend uh, at some point. Champions, is this it? It's yes. gotten Champions. So it's Woody Harrelson, and he is a <laughs> he's like a fucking NBA coach or some shit or minor league or G League coach. He's a okay. former G League coach and. Um, gets fired for some reason. I don't remember why. Right. And then he takes over as the head coach of a Special Olympics basketball Holy team. Holy shit. Is that him right there yes. with the kids? And it's a huge cast. Zoom too. in on that. Uh, Caitlin Olsen. So Sweet, oh, yeah. Sweet D is in it. Yeah. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Cheech. Mike Smith, who is Bubbles on Trailer Park Boys. Is sure. In it. Um, lot, it's, it's a big cast. And I watched the trailer for it. 
uh, the other day, and it was oh my god, it was so funny. One of the uh, one of the kids with Down syndrome says, "I'm your homie with an extra chromie." Like no with an extra chromosome way which is dude. one of and it's fucking funny i'm in so hopefully it seems like it's going to be really funny i mean i'm sure it'll be like inspirational and whatever the fuck but it, they were making jokes and shit even in the trailer okay about retard so yeah, yeah. it's like i'll fucking watch that i mean anything 100%. with woody harrelson i'm into like he's one of those where i'm just in. say uh, uh it's a not a Farrelly brothers movie but bobby Farrelly directed it mm-hmm. okay so just the one God, he loves fucking retards, doesn't he? Yeah. That's the second one, dude. They did The Ringer. He loves it. He absolutely fucking loves it. They do it's, a lot of disabled stuff. I, this is going to be super yeah. fun, I think. I'm in. To be honest. I'm in. I, I saw his, his uh, interview about um, Kingpin. I think Kingpin, Kingpin was the last movie he did with the Fairley Brothers. And he was not stoked, and he never watched it. And he just uh, walked away and never talked to the Fairley brothers again. Wow. That's arguably the best one that they've no done. No shit. And, um, and so what happened was in this interview, they said, uh, they were like, well, how did you get over it and how did you get by it? And he said, well, look, um, I've got a daughter. She, uh, she was getting older. And she's like, Dad, I want to watch uh, one of your movies with you. And he's like, great. Which, which one do you want to watch? She goes, Kingpin. And he's like, what? That, that's the, out of all the movies I've done, you want to watch Kingpin? And she goes, yeah, Dad, we all love that fucking movie. And so he goes, I sat down and I finally watched it. And he goes, it was hilarious. He goes, I felt terrible when I called the, the directors and, and all this shit. So this was fairly recent, too. Yeah, so it's, He's so fucking funny. Uh, it's, it's amazing. But he, I guess, according to the, the interview, he, he just thought it was too ridiculous and too yeah. stupid. And when you show up on set and see things, you're not really sure how it's going to play in real life. Right. But I mean, he doesn't do a lot of physical comedy like that. He wasn't ever really like f- terribly physical in that movie. He was just like the, he wasn't, the but everybody toy. else yeah. was. Right? He was just so, like getting shit on by life and everyone right, in it. Right. And then the the rubber hand and shit, I guess, was physical comedy. So uh, that's interesting that this is them and him after hearing that interview. Where all right, now it kind of makes sense. Uh, but I'm in for this for sure. And then I'll. I'm going to try to check out Cocaine Bear this weekend only because I don't want to see more shit like this. I hope it's good. If it sucks, I'll let you know next week, though, for sure. doesn't matter. Just give it money. I will. I will. It's just because I want to see that shit back, and they're talking about making sequels. What about uh, Cocaine Retards? Well, so Playing basketball. Hang on. I, you're not far off. So they asked Elizabeth Banks, the director, is there anything else you want to do? And she goes, yeah, dude. I just, if, there, if there's a sequel to it, I just read about a, a shark. Who ate some cocaine and fucking freaked out? Yeah, but uh, we've already done too much shark stuff. I'm not into it anymore. All right, we need we need something new. Maybe like a school of dolphins, and they're all on cocaine. Because not only do you get the weirdness and the violence, but you also get the uh, internal politics of the school of dolphins. Is it too much to ask to have the mentally retarded people on cocaine? Like, like would that be fucked up or no? You got uh, I think you can get there. I would say like maybe like a, a Jurassic Park situation, but it's a zoo, just a regular zoo. But with mentally retarded people on cocaine? Yeah, they're the field trip. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever. You can you can put any that's a that's a wide open environment. I, I you, mean you could do anything with a Jurassic Park island. I think so, right? Yeah. I think so. And I think that'd be a fun way to do it, especially if you're the Fairleys. There was that one movie, uh can't remember it was stone cold steve austin i brought it up uh on the show before i can't remember the name of it um but it was like this guy who was kind of modeled after uh dana white he was a fight promoter and then he owned the organization and the big media billionaire and decided to have 
like uh, drop 12 people on an island and they have to fight to the death mm-hmm. and whoever wins gets they're all death row inmates and whoever wins gets released from prison or whatever the fuck yeah 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 uh, that was dope okay I would and so I don't give a fuck about these ginger inbred cunts you know that are uh, murdering each other and whatever in lowland South Carolina but if you put a bunch of hardened criminals on an island and they have to find tools and fight to the death 100% alright and if there's a little button on there I can click that'll parachute in like the hunger games a fucking grenade not a yeah. not a gun or anything like that just one grenade yeah like brick from fucking uh anchorman i'm in i'll, I'll do i'll give you all my money for that stone cold steve autism is that is mm. what you're looking for there i think i think it was called uh fuck hold on i'll look it up was it a real thing uh no it's not real okay but it's the movie was good i thought I mean, it was kind of hokey, but Manu Bennett's in it, The Condemned, that's what it's called. I don't mind anything that's hokey as long as it's intentional. Um, like all those St. James movies and shit, we did it intentionally, and like I like that. Uh, I like putting boom mics in the shot and all that other shit, and that's fun. That's fun. Uh, what was the name of it? The Condemned. All right. I'll peep it out. 2007. I'll peep it out. In the meantime, I'll give uh, Cocaine Bear some of my money this weekend. Uh, now's the point of the show. You get to the Drinking Bro of the Week. Again, if you're in Austin, come on up, dude. You kept... Walking around, pissing like 900 times, dude. And I'm like, hey, just come back, and then you can have as much seltzer as you want. We got to get you on air here. We're live. You can't go back at this point. You know what I'm saying? Um, Pop that mic about an inch from your face, and you're good to go. If you are in the Austin area, again, just come in. You can do a live uh, drinking bro of the week. You can can drink your face off and free seltzer and get rocked. Uh, Tell everybody your name. Hey y'all, this I'm Will Gaynor. Um, been a listener since the first year, back with the original crew. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I was in town for a wedding, live in Nashville. Yeah. Um, been That's trying, where our brewery's at. Been trying to make it out to the golf tournament. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know y'all were in Dripping Springs. Driving to Camp Lucy, saw the sign, pulled in the parking lot. That's it? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Yep. You saw the sign from the highway? Pulled in the parking lot, sat in the parking lot for like 10 minutes because the lights looked like they were off. Okay. Rob came out to his car. I introduced myself and he said, come on in. Was Rob doing coke in his car? No, I think he was getting a sandwich. <laughs> are, you, are you sneaking sandwiches in the car? Yeah, I just, it's Dan Fat shames me. Okay. Oh, Delco? Yeah. Yeah, dude, he does it to everybody. Yeah. He's like, I was like, what would you have for lunch? And he's like, push-ups. He does it to everybody. Be honest. Wouldn't it make you happy if you saw him in like 10 years and he was 350? Just obese? Oh, I wish for that every day. He'd be the fucking best. Just like, a, like the end of fucking dodgeball. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. White yeah. Goodman's. Just- He's seen me obese. <laughs> I have seen Chubby Dan. Really? Yeah. What hey, year was that? 2015. When he started working at TFM. 2015. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, uh, a bulk got a little out of hand. Well, that, that happens, dude, during bulking season. 230 pounds. <laughs> So you just drove by and you're like, yo, that, I can't believe that's the fucking drinking for us. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's why we did it. You know that, right? I actually went going to get drunk with some buddies and dropped all of them off and said, I got to go do this. That's great, dude. And then you end up on the fucking show. Yeah. It was super cool to get to meet you guys. How many people are you guys with? There's about 10 of us. You want to take some seltzer with you? If you don't mind. Yeah, we don't give a shit. Okay. You can rage. Love to. Um, that's I'll awesome, it for man. you. Yeah. I, I, not, I mean, yeah. I'm promoted, happy but to. just get rocked. Absolutely. Have a good time. Maybe, ha- maybe put your penis in something. You married single? Where I've been married for five years. Oh, well, don't say that then. Yeah. <laughs> just do it on your own time, obviously, but uh, congratulations. On Thank that. you, sir. While y'all were recording, I was sipping on the uh, strawberry shortcake. Ah, shit. Uh, how'd you like the old seltzer? Have you had it before? I have not. Oh, shit. It was the only one in the fridge, so it was yeah. pretty good. Well, you're welcome. Uh, everybody who comes in gets rocked off of it, so we have to constantly restock every day. 
And Friday is kind of the end of the week for us where we've got to put all the, like as soon as the show's over, no lie, I'll be restocking the fridge for next Monday. Because everybody who comes in, we don't know how many people are going to drink and how blacked out they're going to get. That's the only thing we don't know. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. And I was trying to be respectful, so I left one in the fridge because I know y'all get mad uh, you when people take to. too much. We don't give a shit. We've got fridges back here, too, so you're good to go. For the next person. Yeah, for the next person. Uh, who would you like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to? Um, I'd like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to my brother-in-law, Mark Majors. Um, he's been a great father to my niece and my nephews. He's a good husband to my sister, and he has helped my mom assimilate from a pretty tough move mm-hmm. to a new city. Uh, she lived. I'm born and raised here in Austin. Hell yeah. And she lived here for 30 years. Um, my dad passed away back in high school, so it's been a tough sledding since then, um, about 15 years ago. Yeah. And he's just been a bad motherfucker and really helped her get back, get back in the swing of things. And he was the best man in my wedding. That's awesome. Yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers. We appreciate you being here. Thank you, guys. Who's getting married this weekend? Uh, this weekend is actually, um, my wife and I went to Ole Miss, and okay. it's one of her sorority sisters. Oh, Ole Miss. That's uh, Eli Manning country. It is. He was actually my fraternity brother. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. During the time or after? Uh, after. I'm a little bit younger than him. Not much like couple you. Summers, I'm 25 couple summers, like you yeah, are. Dude. Yeah, very close to mm-hmm. 25. A couple summers older. Um, but the cool thing about our fraternity there is his, the Manning family, Archie was also a Sigma Nu back in the day. Yeah. And the dad, the, the original Arch. Oh, not, yeah. Not the nephew, not yeah, the new yeah, one. Yeah, not the new one. Um, but they, uh, they make sure that we get to keep the pool and the lights on at the house. No shit. We're so one they of, pay for it? Yes. We're one of That's like 15 dope. fraternities that has a pool. And as Rob and I were talking about earlier, it can get very, uh, very dangerous. Very dangerous. That's very like, fun. That's like insu- that, it's like insuring a preschool where you just store guns. Not a prayer. You know I, what I, I mean? Yeah, like, I, uh, uh. like not. And I, when I mean store guns, I mean keep them on the bookshelf with the books that even, the kids like. Even you know insuring I mean? a pool at your house, dude, yeah. is, is tough. Let alone a fraternity. Holy shit! Dude. I was telling them before you got here when I went to some fraternity leadership council when I was like in school or whatever because yeah. I was on uh, exact. Um, at one point they brought their insurance rep out and he was like, I want you to know you guys are so fucked up that it costs as much rate wise to insure a fraternity house as it does a coal mine. Yes. I, I, I like we went through the same thing and yeah. it was bad. I mean, it was really fucking bad. Um, with homeboy Eli, does he have any cool stories and shit? He was, uh, he was the toast of the town. He, I bet he was, he could do whatever he wanted. He, um, He's a humble guy. He has a sh- old Chevy Silverado okay. in Oxford at his house there that he cruises around in. But if you catch him when he's having a wild hair, he drives a Corvette. All and right. So it's cool to see him cruise around Oxford and just see him. And he's, he looks like a dad. And then well, he's a two times. Always, he's always looked like a dad. Let's face it. When yeah. he was fucking 16, he looked like a dad. But to be very clear, he is far and away the superior Manning. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Did you meet Peyton? No, I haven't met Peyton. Okay. But, I mean, Eli, two Super Bowls, MVPs. Beat Tom Brady. Boy. Peyton relied on a defense. Uh, Peyton's offensive numbers were disgusting. They I had Peyton in fantasy His second football. Super Bowl was handed to it, him. It was. But you take that, right? Like I, I feel that way about the San Francisco 49ers right now. If you want a Super Bowl handed to you, just take that fucking gig, and you will win next year. It is like, it, it's an identical situation. Just go there if you're Aaron Rodgers right now. Come out of the dark hole. Go there. Get two more Super Bowls, and then... Uh, go do ayahuasca in the jungles with fucking Aubrey Marcus for the rest of your life. So if Peyton could do it with a Broncos team like that, yeah. what has Russell Wilson struggled with? Uh, himself. Himself? Yeah. So did you read what happened today? Not today. Yeah. So today it came out that um, he had walked into Seattle's front office and said, I want the coach fired and I want uh, the, offense of the, OC, the offensive coordinator fired. 
And they said, great, we'll take that into consideration. And then when he walked out of the room, they were like, let's trade this motherfucker. He's all done. We're not getting rid of Pete Carroll. I did not know that. Yeah, it just came out today. Um, so I was reading this story, and then he had to release a statement maybe about an hour ago. It said that was not true, and I didn't do this, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, no, of course you did, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> like, nobody's going to lie about that. And Pete Carroll's too nice of a guy in real life. Like, I don't think he'll, he'll ever spill that secret until... He's actually retired and writes like a biography or something, but yeah, sure. I 100% believe that. I would, growing up in Austin, obviously, um, I was a freshman in high school when Texas and USC played in that national championship game, and afterwards, we all went downtown with our parents, saw yep. the couches burning, people climbing telephone poles, all that good stuff, but I've never heard somebody here in this state call Pete a nice guy. Uh, Pete Carroll? Yeah. Yeah. Only because I ran into him once, and it was, I was alone on a beach, and um, it was out in Marina Del Rey. Super odd. Um, it was where I lived in in Los Angeles, and he was there. And I ran into him. I'm like, "Holy shit, it's fucking Pete Carroll!" Yeah, and it, it was just the two of us. And he was just staring at the ocean, just like this, just like, ah. I mean, no lie. And he goes, "Ah." He looks over and he goes, "It's such a beautiful day. How can you not wake up and just love life, looking at this every day?" And I was like, "Holy shit, I've never met a more positive person." Because I'm sleepy eyed at this point. I was up late writing, and I was like, "I'm walking my dog," and I'm like, "Fuck, dude." Sure. I don't want to have this combo. And then it's Pete Carroll. And I was like, yes, you're right. Shit, dude. I've been taking this for granted today. Like, I should do better with my life. Whatever, you know? Absolutely. Um, and he didn't know me. I didn't know him. And it was just a weird fucking coincidence, you know? And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Pete Carroll lives that life. And then you see why he's led his team to championships. If he could get me to believe out in fucking L.A. that it might, today was going to be great, imagine what he could do with the whole team, you know? Absolutely. He... um. Delco, you're not going to like this story. You know, sorry for your loss in the Super Bowl, but I got to meet AJ Brown um, about a couple years ago. There were some really bad tornadoes that ripped through downtown Nashville. Uh-huh. I met AJ Brown the day after because I moved. My wife and I moved out of the apartment complex um, by the Sounds Baseball Stadium, which is the tornado went down that street. Nashville Sounds. Yes, yep. Nashville Sounds. Um, it went down Jefferson Avenue, mm-hmm. and it ripped every. It condemned like three apartments on the other side of the street. 15 yards away was an apartment building I lived in right next to Home Plate. Yeah. Uh, we moved out five days before the tornadoes hit. No shit. So the day after, I was like, I have to go see what happened. Yeah. I pull up there. I'm walking around. A.J. Brown comes riding up with the most be- one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen other than my wife. White and, or black? Uh, Hispanic. Okay. Good for him. They come riding up on a scooter. Okay. Tandem scooter. Wouldn't recommend that. Not safe. Still fun. <laughs> and I saw him, and I was like, hey, AJ, hotty toddy. And he saw me, he looked at me like, who is this asshole? And when I said hotty toddy, he turned into the coolest dude in the world. Because of Ole Miss? Because of Ole Miss, because yeah. that's what we say there. Same. And he stopped, talked to me for a little bit. We talked about how crazy the tornadoes were. Um, and it was just awesome getting to meet him. But Delco, again, if y'all could figure out how to win, I'd love for AJ to get a Super Bowl. Condolences. Condolences on that. Uh, that's the same reason when, like, when Dan and I go to do these events. It's uh, football games. I'll wear, I usually wear like some form of Buckeyes hat because all the players will stop from who went to Ohio State. Sure. And be like, all right, cool, man. Respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So everybody's cool about it. That's funny, man. How is Ole Miss as a party college? Because I went there once and I was blown away. The women were on another planet there. Like, uh, it's wild. It was like eight to one women to dudes. How was it for you? It's awesome. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a great time. It, um, I studied accounting there. They have a top accounting school, but mm-hmm. the reason I went is I have an older sister who's about seven years older than me. Okay. And her friends taught me how to sneak liquor into the football stadium. Yeah. Boated bag? Uh, no, you lock it in your zipper in your pants. They can't pat you down there. 
in oh, they a, can't touch in your a, ding dong in a plastic bag. No shit. And so some of the fraternity guys that they all hung out with at the tailgate, they're like, "Hey, I'm 13 at the time." Yeah. And my dad thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I snuck whiskey in in my zipper in my pants at 13. I was not 13. I did that exact thing in a Ziploc bag at the Kentucky Derby. Nice. But I was we were poor, so like you had to go into the 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 infield and shit, and so they wouldn't touch your dick. So yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But at the airport, they don't give a shit. I just got my dick. I mean, just and it was back of the hand dick too. Or it was just like, all right, cool. Yeah. I concentrated as much as I could to get like half chubbed for this because it's a dude. Yeah. And I wanted it wasn't a woman. To, no, no, it wasn't a woman. I had uh, they a wouldn't woman. do it. They wouldn't do it. So they swapped it out for this dude. So the, at Ole Miss, where the football stadium is, um, the student section is separate from everybody else. They put all the heathens away from everybody. That's like, great. You're not allowed to interact with the gin pop. That's the way it should be. Well, the security people there, um, a lot of them are female. A woman made me undress in front of everybody because she thought I was trying to sneak liquor Shut in. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I had to, How far did you get down? I took my boots off. I rolled my pants up because Ole Miss and I was a freshman mm-hmm. so as a freshman in a pledge khaki pants button down tie yep. jacket yep. you're sneaking in liquor cigarettes for all the actives yeah I took off my jacket I took off my shirt took off my boots and I rolled my pants up above my knees and she patted down my whole waist and my thighs and you didn't have any booze on you at that I had, point I had nothing she found cigarettes and that was it what a miracle she, she make you toss the fucking oh she years? did she did but she really? gave me a smile when I took my shirt off yeah she did uh, it's pretty cool did you get her number no she was old look you're talking to Giorgio here nobody cares about that like jesus christ he'd prefer him to be old you know i was talking to Giorgio before the show and he doesn't ever commit to the older women he just kind of hangs out with them on the weekends i was sad to hear that you know we're hoping he's gonna settle down with one of these old broads you know I, and then they can kick off like die and he can live in their money but yeah i don't know inheritance yeah exactly i, I really I thought he'd be a gentleman about it and same same just, yeah Either way, hey, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. We enjoyed it, and uh, glad we were here. We're typically here. Um, if you listen on a daily basis, we'll kind of tell you where we're going or not going. So, yeah, we're always fucking here, man. Well, it was super cool to get to stop by and see you guys. It's been, I've been listening for seven years, so happy to meet you guys. Hey, man, we're, we appreciate the support. So, likewise on our end, for sure. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, anybody else out there, if you're not coming to the studio, at least leave a fucking review. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a review. When we get to 10,000, I'll stop asking. Uh, same with Spotify. It's just a review and walk away. And I'll stop asking after that. Even if you get to 10K on Spotify before iTunes, I'll stop saying the other one. I'll be like, hey, dude, don't go to Spotify or don't go to iTunes. All right? But until we get there, it's all the advertisers fucking care about. It keeps the goddamn lights on. So please do it. We appreciate it. And again, if you're in town, stop in, see a live show, have some hard AF seltzers, come up and tell some stories. You're welcome on the show. We love you guys, and we're just as appreciative uh, of you as you are of us. So thanks for being here. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.